0: In 2004, around the same time, Mel Gibson released the movie The Passion of Christ. What is interesting about that movie was Mel Gibson proposed it to Hollywood, and Hollywood told him that this kind of movie with this topic or theme would be irrelevant and end up failing in the movie theaters. So he decided for himself That he was going to invest his own money into making this movie himself so up to this day that movie the passion of christ has made 612 million dollars worldwide and on opening weekend it earned 684 million dollars and by the following wednesday it made 125 million as of today, it is still ranked number four overall in earnings on the opening weekend. And still to this day, the movie The Passion of Christ still is watched over and over and over again worldwide. And for some of us gathered here, we will be participating and watching that movie again sometime throughout this Holy Week. So is The Passion of Christ Is Jesus' life, death, and resurrection for us as irrelevant as Hollywood makes it out to be? Is the theme of the passion of Christ something that should exist 2,000 years ago and it's an event that is over and really doesn't matter anymore for us? Should we forget about the passion of Christ? I think today as the universal church, We're called and invited to really enter deeper into this mystery. So the question for us to begin to ask ourselves and reflect on together is what is our disposition and what is our framework when it comes to the celebration of Holy Week? And what are we going to do with that disposition this Holy Week? Because the challenge we have with Holy Week is sometimes it doesn't feel like it's holy. It doesn't feel like any other week. It's just another week in the the calendar year. It's another day in the 365 days of the year. It really plays no different for us. Maybe for some of us it's just another obligation that we have to be at, to attend, to participate in. Others may think it's just a long outdrawn mass and why do I have to be at all of these celebrations? Others may really not care about it and we'll just show up Easter Sunday so what is our disposition and what is our framework that we're carrying with us through this Holy Week and why is it important I think just as we watch the passion of Christ we enter into that mystery more deeply through the Hollywood cinematic skills creativity we begin to understand and reflect more deeply on the life, death, and resurrection of our Lord. We see visually the cause of our suffering, the cause of our sin, the struggle Jesus faced for each and every one of us. That's just the visual cinematography that comes from Mel Gibson's creativity in putting together the passion of Christ. So what is the church inviting us to do during holy week then it is to take that same disposition we have where we sit to enjoy and to watch to meditate on the movie the passion of christ and to take it together with the church and to begin to wrestle and meditate with it today as we enter palm sunday begin our celebration We recall and reenact and remind ourselves of Jesus' entry into Jerusalem. But we hear in our gospel reading today that entry into Jerusalem is going to lead him somewhere. And that somewhere is his death on the cross. But the focus for us today is not his death itself but how we ourselves can begin to plug ourselves into the different parts and to the different aspects of the passion narrative. And how that passion narrative is relate and connects us and is applicable to our very lives. If we heard and were attentive at the beginning, the crowd begins to ridicule Jesus. There's times in our lives when we ourselves ridicule each other, make fun of each other, bully each other. We forget to see Christ in and through our brothers and sisters in front of us. And as we keep going, we see the sense of betrayal. As Jesus looks at his people, the people he has come to save, to redeem, to bring back into the fold and to love each and every one of us, has decided now to crucify him. We see within our own lives, our friends, our families at moments, they're ready to betray us at any moment for their own benefit, for their own gain. We then see the exchange between Pontius Pilate and Jesus. So many times within our own lives, we wash our hand clean of the wrongdoings. We're so afraid of others that we just stay away from all the issues of the world. We're not confident and proud enough and bold enough in our own faith, in our own lives, to stand up for what is wrong. People around us, like Pontius Pilate's wife, sends a message to us saying, I've had dreams. What you're going to do is wrong. He is a righteous man. We have friends and family tell us, hey, doing that will be wrong. Doing that is going to lead you to disaster. Doing that is not going to bring you any benefit and gain. But what do we end up doing? Nah, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. Nah, I'm gonna just do it. I wanna learn myself. We lead ourselves into the struggle. The next thing we see is Pontius Pilate asking the crowd, Are, who do you want me to release? Jesus Christ or Barabbas? We're so easy in our own lives to take on what is easy of the world and ignore Jesus. We want to take on what we want in our own lives and not accept Jesus for who he is. We want to push away Jesus because we know it's going to be hard. We want Barabbas because what Barabbas represents is that of the world. The things that are are going to make us feel good about ourselves. The things that we want to do for ourselves that aren't going to hinder us from being truly free. Where there's no rule, there's no structure, there's no repercussions on my wrongdoings. And then then his unjust sentence, he gets sentenced to death. So many of our brothers and sisters are cast out and sentenced, not in the juridical way, but sentence and condemned them because of their actions, defined by their sins, their frailty, their brokenness. And we push them and cast them off to the side because they're not like us. They're not as holy as we are. They're not as good as we are. And therefore, they're not worth our time. And in their eyes, they're dead to society because no one wants to love them no one sees them as human beings anymore no one respects and gives them the respect as a human being they don't have dignity worth value anymore but they're just the scum of society and finally the death the death of our lord jesus christ on the cross that death appears in our lives in so many ways we ourselves could be dead to to jesus christ himself Not caring about love anymore, not caring about our brothers and sisters. Death to the love of others around us because we've isolated ourselves to our own bubble and no one else can penetrate and enter into the dark recesses of our hearts. We're dead by society and everyone around us because we're different. We're dead in so many ways. But each and every one of us can enter into this story, this narrative from a different perspective, from a different outlook, from a different mindset. So how does this all fit in to what the church is calling us to do this Holy Week? We're called and invited by the church to enter more deeply into this mystery, the mystery of Jesus' life, death and resurrection, from where we are. And as we bring ourselves to this Paschal mystery, as we bring ourselves to this Holy Week, to this Triduum, we begin to understand in different ways how God has worked in our lives, how Jesus has shown and displayed his love for each and every one of us. And as we wrestle with that, we come to understand more deeply who we are as human beings how we have become broken, how we have crucified our Lord, how we have fallen short of loving God the way God has called us to love him, how we have fallen short in responding and giving of ourselves as gifts to that love that he has given us. And as we wrestle with that more, we grow deeper in our introspection, we peel back the struggles of our lives, and we become holier. We become more virtuous, and our life, therefore, is changed forever by wrestling and meditating on the mystery of our Lord's life. He didn't do it just because He wanted to, He did it, we hear from our second reading, because He loves us unconditionally. There was no competition between God the Father and him. But he loved us so much that he took on the form of a slave, being the lowliness of society, to welcome back everyone into his fold. To have everyone welcomed back into that loving embrace of God the Father. But most importantly, that no one will be left behind. No matter how far we turned away from him no matter how much we hate our lord no matter how much we've denied christ in our life he still loves us unconditionally and he's still waiting and wanting to bring us back into the fold so my dear brothers and sisters as we come and enter into this mystery enter into this paschal mystery let us take these times set aside by the church let us be intentional about this week to sit to meditate to ponder to reflect on this mystery and put ourselves into the story just as if we were sitting and watching the passion of Christ let us reflect on that mystery so that we ourselves can be changed forever So that we can recognize how God has loved us. And most importantly, that our lives may be transformed and changed forever.